Whether a date night or family holiday outing, Meadowlark's Winter Walk of Lights is the perfect way to experience the magic of the holidays. The half-mile walk through Vienna's enchanting Meadowlark Botanical Gardens features lighted nature themes and sparkling displays. Get your tickets now at winterwalkoflights.com. Extend your holiday season and beat the rush with a weeknight visit in November or early December. Plan your visit and buy tickets at winterwalkoflights.com. That's winterwalkoflights.com. Come on in, everybody. We are about 10 minutes behind our normal scheduled start time, but we are in here like swimwear. Come on, let's go, let's go, let's go. We're on TikTok and the Bishop Foreman Instagram. Come on in. Let me know where you are watching from. Matter of fact, speak to me when you come in. Speak to me when you come in and uh, let me know where you are watching from. A few minutes behind in terms of our start time, uh, but uh, we are in here now. Uh, all is well. Uh, we're going to have an amazing preview tonight. First of all, first of all, first of all, um, I pray that your week was amazing. Y'all give me uh, zero to 10. How was your week? How was your week? 10 being absolutely amazing. Uh, zero being let's hit reset. Can I do that one again? All right. Um, zero being let's hit reset. 10 being absolutely amazing. Ghana, good to see you. Let me say you were worried. I know. Thank you all for your messages about your uh your concern about Bishop everything okay because y'all know Bishop Foreman is is timely and um, and uh, I apologize for the delay today uh, in us getting started today uh, but all is uh, all is well ten come on tens I see some let's start them overs all right all right come on TikTok come on in the building let's go nine and a half I love it eight point six all right ten 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 all right y'all talk to me talk to me eight 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 but ended with a ten come on eight all right, again, for those of you just popping in, let me know where you're watching from. Speak to me as you come in. Let me know where you're watching from. And then also, of course, make sure that you um, uh, let me know how your week was. Zero, hit reset. Ten, it it was amazing. All right, let me know how your week was. Listen, guys, uh, it's Memorial Day weekend. And uh, first of all, we take this time and opportunity to celebrate everybody um, that uh, through the course of American history, Thank you. Someone says, like my shirt. Thank you. Uh, through the course of American history, um, have uh, shed their blood and given their lives uh, for uh, in our armed forces. We celebrate them. Come on, can I get you to drop some claps in the comments? We celebrate them. We appreciate them for that sacrifice. Uh, and that well, that's what Memorial Day is about. Veterans Day, of course, is about just celebrating those that have served. Memorial Day is about those memorializing the memory of those that um, lost their lives um, in in uh, defense of the United States of America. That being said, that means it's going to be uh, uh, for many people. You're going to get an extra day uh, in your weekend. And so I pray that you be constructive in that time on both TikTok and Instagram. I pray that you'd be constructive. I pray that you would use that time not just to, ooh, child, I ain't got to go to work. I'm going to sit at home and look at Netflix all day. If you don't get out there and um, start planning and strategizing um, to make sure that your second half of this year is better than your first half, because next week, guys, we're at June. We're in the sixth month. We're, we're going to be virtually halfway through this year, um, which is why, uh, let me go on and plug this, which is why we're doing a masterclass called um, 
uh, mid-year alignment um, to make sure that you're in alignment for your goals, your strategy, everything that you've got set up. Um, we want to make sure that you are moving in the things that God has ordained. So I want to encourage you uh, to use those, you know, quote unquote, down times uh, to really have be your come up. That's a whole word right there. Uh, somebody needs to tweet that to me, Insta story that to me. Use your down times to plan your come up. Y'all better hear me again. Use your down times to plan your come up. All right. So I encourage you to do that tomorrow. Uh, and how can you register for that? You can do that on our website. Go to harvestchurch.church. Click events. You can register there. Or you can also register in our app. And that's the best way to stay connected. How do you get our app? You text the word harvest to 877-552-4746. Um, I, am, I am brought in for executives and leaders of every um, every sphere, every every background, every pedigree um, to help them do that very thing. There's a reason that they um, that they do that because um, that is that's an area that uh, God has gifted me to be able to help people to do. So I want to I want to encourage you to do that. Yes, use your downtime to plan. You'll come up, and that doesn't mean that you're not doing well. It just means you can always do better. Never ever get into a place to where you settle. Can I get a few of you to put that on the screen? I will not settle. When you settle, you lose hope. And, and the Bible says that hope does not disappoint. So you're going to always find yourself in places and predicaments of disappointment when you begin to settle. Instead of settling, your mentality has to be that I, watch me, uh, that I will be content, but content does not mean settle. See, content means I am grateful and thankful for everything that God has done in my life. But I believe there's more. And we just literally, I taught you a whole series on that last month called the sequel, where we literally talked about that. We talked about the importance of how God takes us from glory to glory, from level to level, from faith to faith. You cannot settle. There's always more. You can always do more. You can always be better. Um, you can always accomplish more. There's always something you can refine. Um, you know, people some often will say to me, I was with uh, one of my pastor friends today celebrating his uh, 61st birthday. And uh, he drove up uh, from Colorado Springs, Bishop Brandon. Uh, for those of you who've been around for a while, you know what I'm talking about. And um, we were celebrating his birthday. And uh, he had gotten uh, very, um, uh, very ill um, and uh, was almost to the, the door of death. And uh, he was knocking at the door. Uh, and then for a while, he had to carry around a breathing machine. And to see him today, I hadn't seen him in person for, uh, for a minute. To see him today, he was strong. He was healthy. It, uh, it was awesome. Um, but, but in that, um, one of the things that uh, is, 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 is crucial um, to that is that I make sure, and you got to hear me, I make sure that uh, I am always placing myself in a place of life where I am striving to do better. So he, we were talking about eating and uh, and where we went to celebrate and 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 do all that. Uh, I said, well, I looked at the menu in advance because I was looking at the calories. I said, because I need to make sure I'm paying attention to what I'm putting in my body. And people often said, oh, Bishop, you're good. It's just one day, it's one day, it's one day. But when you are, watch me, but when you do not settle, you see things differently. Can I just get a few of you? That, that have that same mentality. I won't settle, so I see it differently. Other people will say, it's just one thing. It's just one day. It's just this. It's just that. But to you, you don't have the mentality of a settler. And so because you refuse to settle, that means you see things differently. Because you refuse to settle, that means that other things that other people will let get by, listen, you won't let it get by. Other things that people say, ah, oh, man, who really cares? Nobody's paying attention. But I'm paying attention. 
but I'm paying attention. So because I won't settle, I see things differently. All right. So tomorrow um, is the last message of our series, um, how to live or excuse me, how to start over, scratch that, how to start better. And I taught you at the beginning of this series that you are literally going to have to begin to use that phrase, scratch that. Can I get a few more of you to share them over Instagram and TikTok? You're going to have to literally use that phrase, scratch that, um, because there's some things you have to scratch out. You're going to have to scratch out fear. You're going to have to scratch out doubt. You have to scratch out anger that doesn't cause you to take action. You're going to have to scratch out uh, low thinking. There's a lot of things you're going to have to scratch out. And then you scratching those things out, one of the things that's crucial is what are you going to replace it with? And so on Wednesday, I began to teach you the burden of better um, because everybody likes better. Better sounds exciting. Better marriage, better car, better life, better prayer, better building, better money, better watch, better body, body better, body, yada, 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 all that. That sounds great. Better sounds exciting. Better sounds great. But better comes with burdens. Um, what is that? Those are the weights of better. Because now that you've got better, better, watch me, if you've ever had a, a, a high-end piece of jewelry, you'll notice that it has weight on it. It's better, but it's weightier. And for many of you, watch me, as you are improving in life, as you're navigating to better, better comes with a weight, watch me, that lesser doesn't have, that lesser doesn't have. Um, even with an automobile, a better quality automobile will weigh more. There's a certain type of truck um, that many people will get um, sometimes as they begin to move up the rung of, rungs of economic success and prowess. And the reason they get that vehicle is because of its weight. Its weight, there's, there's in the federal tax code, if you get a certain weight of vehicle after one pound over a certain weight, you can literally write the entire thing off um, as a tax write-off. Um, this is not financial or tax advice. But in that, people get that type of vehicle. The vehicle is a higher, watch me, it's better. And because it's better, it's weightier. And for some of y'all, you got to hear me. There are certain things, y'all thought people just getting the truck because it was nice. They're getting the truck because of its weight. Y'all better hear me. And the weight give, has benefits to it. The weight, watch me, has a tax benefit to it that something lesser does not have. But guess what else? Because it weighs more. What else do you think? That means it uses more fuel. I could teach this thing about this car. See, better is great, but, wet, but better is heavier. You ready? And better takes more fuel. Better takes more fire. Better takes more energy. So for many of you, as your life is getting better, you, 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 you got to hear me. You got to hear me because uh, of better. What's happening is that you literally are like, oh, my God, it feels like things are getting better, but I'm busier. You are. It feels like things are getting better, but ooh, I don't have no downtime like I used to. Well, because better takes more fuel. Better takes more fuel. Better takes more energy. All right. So w when you're at a lesser level, uh, it doesn't require as much fuel. But when you're at a better level, that means there's certain things that simply are going to be awake. Then it means loads and then even trouble. Trouble uh, is also a definition of the word burden. Uh, trouble is a definition of the word burden. Um, and, and because better comes with burdens. Burdens come with better. Um, you're going to have a level of trouble. Um, you know, when the bigger you are, you ready? The bigger target you are. So for those that say, man, I just really want God to, 
God to use me and get the glory of my. Okay, that's great. But the bigger you are, the bigger target you are. The more well-known you are, you ready? The more people are going to talk about you that don't know you. Y'all better hear what I'm saying. For some of you all, you get mad when two or three people are running their mouth about you. What are you going to do when thousands are? Ooh, it's quiet. Better comes with burdens. All right. Um, listen, part of the burden that comes, let, let's, let's use, let's give me an area. Let, matter of fact, I just want, I want to do, let's be interactive tonight. Type on the screen an area of life where you are seeing better. And I'm going to tell you some of the burdens that you have to deal with. I'm going to tell you some of the burdens you have to deal with. Somebody type on either TikTok or Instagram. I need y'all to share this tonight. All right. We need to get these numbers up. I need you to share. All right. Share, share. All right. Make sure you share. This is going to be good. You, somebody give me an area of life that, um, you literally, you are seeing better. And I'm going to tell you some of the burdens financially. Boom, let's go. So when you begin to do better financially, guess what else goes up? Your tax liability goes up. That's a burden of better. Guess what else goes up? Your discovery, you ready? That money doesn't make you happy. Money gives you options, but it does not make you happy. That is a burden when you have got bountiful supply and it doesn't do anything to fix your emotional state. It just gives you options. It just gives you options. All right. When you do better financially, guess what? Now that means more people want to hit you up. Oh, let me be clear. Now it helps. Don't get me wrong. Let me be very clear. Uh uh. No, 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 no. But it doesn't make you happy. But you know, somebody says, but it helps. Oh, yes, it does. <laughs> All right. All right. Let's go. Let's go with health. I saw health come up. All right. So here's the burden of being more healthy. Number one, that means you are, li you literally are going to limit what you're where you're able to go because the healthier you get the more you're going to pay attention to what you eat so you're going to pay attention for example um that that certain certain places you may go and you like to eat you're going to pay attention to the fact that wow they use this type of meat this is where they source this from they didn't catch this meat in the wild they kept this they caught this or this meat was uh, produced in a farm environment do your research and you'll discover uh, why i would bring that up as a burden when you live a healthier lifestyle, now that means when everybody else is trying to, let's go eat, let's go eat, let's go eat. You're going to want to come up with other stuff to do. You'd be surprised how much of your time you spend eating, figuring out what you're about to eat, and then recovering from what you ate. It's quiet right here. When, when, you, when, when you begin living a healthier lifestyle, you'll be shocked at how much of your time you spend eating, how much time you spend getting ready to figure out what you're about to eat <laughs> and then recovering from what you ate. You know, some of y'all know them after church naps that where you ate good and now you now you resting. All right. Can I get y'all to give me one more area? You type several in, but just give me one more. I just want to give you an example of the burdens of better, the burdens of better. I love it. Reading the shopping labels. So now you don't just go in, a, go in a grocery store and grab stuff. You're looking at labels now. You're reading stuff. And the more you read, the more you learn, the less you buy. My grocery list, I can tell you, it's really simple. It's really simple. My grocery list is simple. Oh, this is good. Owning a business. All right, I'm going to do two more. Owning a business and parenting, right? So when you become better at, as a business owner, one of the things, oh, and relationships. That's good too. All right, let's go. Let's go. Let's go to three. When you become better with, uh, uh, as a business owner, uh, do I enjoy shrimp? I do. When you become better as a business owner, one of the things um, that becomes a burden for you is that you literally will be, you ready? You will begin to 
run everything in your life like business. All right. And at first to people, if they knew you before that, they will say this to you. You're changing. I'm not one of your little business people. But, but what they don't understand is that as a business owner and as an entrepreneur, when you become better at that, your mind thinks business, your mind operates business. In fact, scripture says, do business until I come. That is Luke 19 and 13. All right. So one of the things that happens when you become a business owner, people will people will literally say to you, good, hey, are you trying to treat me like I'm busy? You trying to do this? I need you for that. I need you before this. I need Okay, but that was then, this is now, I've evolved, you've evolved, we've evolved, right? So you think that way. Here's the second thing. You, you, you ready? Here's another burden when you're a business owner. Um, when you are a business owner, one of the other, and you get better at it, one of the other burdens that comes um, is that you are always paying attention to inefficiencies, inefficiencies in everywhere, in anything you do, you're paying attention to inefficiencies. Um, you're looking at this, you're looking at that. You're always looking at stuff. You're always looking at stuff. And, and, and there's the double-edged sword because sometimes you will pay too much attention to inefficiencies that you miss the beauty of what is efficient about a thing. You got to hear me. All right. That's second one. What's the burden of being a better parent? All right. You ready? The burden of being a better parent, the weight, the load, the trouble is that things that other parents are tripping over. You're like, I'm not worried about that. And they may accuse you. Well, how come you ain't in their business? How come you ain't doing this? How come you ain't doing that? For those of you with grown children, part of the burden you have to take is that you switch seats. You are no longer their manager. You are now their advisor. So now as their advisor, watch this, parents. You don't go to your grown child. And if you are, I, I, can tell, I can tell you where your warfare is at. If you are going this way, you don't go to them. You need to do this. 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 They stop listening to you when you said you need to. As an advisor, you say, well, hmm, have you thought about this? I suggest this. Maybe you want to look at this. It's a burden because for some of you, it's very difficult when you're, it's very difficult to see your child doing something that you know is not going to go well for them, but you have to switch seats. And so some people are, well, you know, I'd go over there. I'd say this. I'd say that. When you get better at a thing, you worry less about a thing. Y'all better talk to me in these comments. When you get better at a thing, you worry less about a thing. When you get better at a thing, you worry less about a thing. When you get better at a thing, you worry less about a thing. So the better you are as a parent, there's the less you worry about certain things because they recognize there's things you can't control. So you're not going to be up all night tomorrow. I'm just trying to figure, mm -mm. you're going to say, look, I discovered that that's their pattern and that's their pattern. And I'm not worried about that. I keep it moving. All right. I'll keep it moving. Got to go. When you get better at a thing, you worry less about a thing. And then lastly, relationships. When you get better at relationships, you ready for this one? This one's going to be really good. Y'all ready? Um, when you become better in relationships, you, you ready? You have most relationships are like oil and vinegar. They're like vinaigrette. When you let a vinaigrette sip, the oil and and the uh, the actual you know the vinegar based portion of the mixture they separate they only come together when they are shaken what does that mean in relationships for some people that you don't know what it is to have a relationship without drama so you create it you find stuff to have an attitude about you you can have a good man a good woman and you will find stuff to create an issue about 
Because, you ready? Because the burden is you literally don't have to deal with the foolishness. And so because you don't, you'll find issues to deal to, to, that you come up with. You'll create problems. You will literally tear down the house that you work to build. You will literally tear up and, and blow up the ship that you put together. Because now, well, everything's fine. He doing what he's supposed to do. She doing what he's supposed to do. Everybody doing good. Huh. Why you ain't answer my text? You're going to find something. You're going to find something. You're going to find a problem. You're going to find a problem. You're looking for, come on here. You're looking for stuff. Why? Because when you get better at a relationship, the energy is not being put into disagreements. The energy is being put into harmony. And when the energy is being put into harmony instead of a disagreement, now all of a sudden, for many people, they don't know how to do that. So they create issues. For some of you, you ready? You, you don't know how to enjoy anything. You create a problem with everything. And that's the burden of, of, of better. It's because, well, everything's just fine. So I'm going to find something to have an attitude about. I'm going to find some issue. I'm going to find some issue. You know, we could use church, for example. Everything we find. The word is good. I'm getting the word. And all that I'm gonna, you're going to find something. Well, why the screen look like that? You're going to find something. Right? So I just learned, as a leader, I just learned, look, some people are going to find stuff wrong with stuff. I, I just know my issue. Not my issue. That, I'm, that's not my problem. That's not my issue. You're going to find stuff. Why the music loud? Well, I mean, don't you play it loud in your car? Don't you want to hear it? I need to feel it. I need to, I need to feel that bass. <laughs> You give me your superpower. <laughs> I need to feel that base. Huh? Um, people will find stuff wrong. People will find stuff wrong. I literally woke up this morning to a tweet um, that, um, that, of course, we blocked the person. But I woke up to a tweet. I have no clue who the person is. And, uh, and they, they were commenting on my, the shirt that I had on uh, on Wednesday night. Listen, folks, um, I go to the gym. I work, I work out. <laughs> I work out. Um, and they were literally commenting about that in, a, in like in a negative way. And, and, uh, and so I just blocked. I didn't even fully read the whole thing. I just blocked it the moment I saw it. But I just said, you don't even know me. I said, baby girl, feed the people I feed. Clothe the people I've clothed. Take care of the people that I take care of. Meet the needs in the city that I meet. Deal with the leaders that I deal with. Do, do, do what I do before you come over here trying to say something to me about a shirt. Okay? And, 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 and further, deal with your lusting. How about that? It's quiet here. Deal with your lusting. Deal with your lusting. You, that wasn't, it wasn't a see-through shirt. Huh? It's quiet here. Deal with your lusting. Why don't you say what you really wanted to say? Which is you was trying to holler. I would have appreciated the direct approach, to be honest with you, versus you coming at me like that. Listen, y'all, y'all. <laughs> it feels like a Sunday night. Like I ain't got a filter. All right? Okay? Listen, you'll find something to have an issue with. You'll find something to have an issue with. You'll find something to have an issue with. I'm gonna do that. I'm not gonna do I'm not gonna walk I'm not gonna be I'm not gonna walk around in, in big super huge baggy clothes. I don't like that. That's not me. I wouldn't like that when I was thicker than a thick thick when I was thickums. I didn't like that. <laughs> and I was a hundred pounds heavier. I still had on my 
Huh? Listen, bird, bet, there's burdens to better. There's burdens to better. Um, and I introduced you to this guy on Wednesday. This guy on Wednesday in John chapter five. And in John chapter five, I want to encourage you, go back, watch that message it's called The Burden of Better. How do you do that? You can do it on our app. Uh, you can text the word harvest to 877-552-4746 to get that app. Um, everything that you get better at, you are going to have a burden. And you need to know that. Everything that you get um, that you get better at, you are going to have a burden. Um, and you have to know that. That's another good one to think a burden and better relationship with setting folk down. That's a great thing. Um, the, the, the key is this. I gave you um, these nine burdens. I gave you these nine burdens that the man in John chapter five, for 38 years, he had been in the same position. And what's interesting about this man is that this man, um, the Bible says that this man is sick, but the man thinks he can't walk. Um, what's interesting about that is he, literally the man is, has what's called an infirmity. An infirmity is not the issue. It is the handicap that you develop because of the issue. And this is very important because this word was, it was great. It was very, it's always, the word always preaches to me before I preach the word. And there's several things that we sometimes say to ourselves, we cannot do, we cannot do, I can't do this, I can't do that, I can't do this, I can't do that. There's several things that we'll say we cannot do, all predicated because of an issue. Um, and the reality is that's not the truth. Wave at me if there's some things you're saying or you have said in the first now six months almost of this year that you've said, you know what, I can't do that, I can't do that, I can't do that. Wave at me if there's anything you've said you cannot do. Um, you cannot do it. And I don't mean something good, like, you know, you cannot sin. That's good. You shouldn't do that. All right. I'm talking about something, something that, you know, you, I, you, you can't take the class. You can't complete the program. You can't do something that you should do. Um, it, it, we have all been there. We have all done that. Um, and what's significant about that is that's the same thing this man did. This man said that he couldn't walk, but that was a lie. He could walk. He could walk. The man literally lied to himself for 38 years. So the question is, what happened to this man 38 years ago that makes him think he can't? Question, what happened to you that makes you think that you can't when you can? Can I get you to type this on the screen? I can do all things. And I need for those of you who have bold faith to type the word all in all caps. I can do all things. There is nothing that I want to do that I cannot do. In fact, the scripture says in Job 22 and 28, you will succeed in whatever you choose to do and light will shine on the road ahead of you. Um, we all said, I can't do this because of that. 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 I can't do that. We all say, I can't do things. And the reality is, it's like that man. The burden of better is you're going to have to turn off your can't. The burden of better is you're going to have to turn off your can't. It's a lie. Every time you say you can't do something, look at me. You are lying. And I'm saying that as direct as I can. And I say it in love. Please don't be offended or, dis or feel disrespected. It's all in love. Every time you say I can't, you are lying. You are literally lying. Because the scripture says that you can do all things. Through Christ that strengthens you. That's Philippians 4 and 13. You can do everything. Do no. Well, you may not be able to do it that way. 
And so what does the man say? For 38 years, the Bible says that once a year, the angel would come down and stir the water. And the only person uh, uh, that would ever get healed is the first person that got in the water. And I began to ask questions in this message on Wednesday. Guys, can I get you to share? When you share, people get saved. I began to ask questions on Wednesday. One of those questions was, okay, well, okay, why not pray for the water to get stirred more than once a year? Why not, why not, why not pray? Why not pray for the water to be stirred more than once a year? Um, why not ask God to stir it every day? Why not put your feet in the water? You know, do like kids, you know, and put your toes in there, put your feet, feet in that water. Why not? Why not stir the water yourself? Why? Listen, there are several questions that I began to ask because this man is sitting in this passive posture for 38 years. Look at me. For 38 years, he wasted years. He wasted almost four decades of his life. Question, how many years will you waste sitting in the seat of I can't? I'll say that again. How many years will you waste sitting in the seat of I can't? Because that's what he did. He says, listen, uh, when the angel comes and stirs the water, I can't get into the pool first. Somebody gets in the pool before me and I don't have nobody to put me in the pool. In other words, you literally constructed this belief of your life. You ready? That I can't do this unless somebody puts me in. Oh my God, I'm going to help some of y'all. I can't do this unless somebody puts me on. I, I, I remember asking Lord, I said, Lord, why, won't, why don't you have people? I said, I open doors for people. Why is it that sometimes you don't have people that open doors for me? And the Lord taught me a powerful lesson. You know what he said? He said, Son, I wanted to teach you how to build your own door so that you were never hostage to somebody opening a door for you. If y'all don't run with me, if y'all don't put a praise on the screen, he said, I want to teach you how to build your own door. You don't need no, uh-uh. You don't need nobody. You don't, you don't know, man. You don't need nobody to open the door for you. You'll build your own. I said, Lord, I create stages for people. I said, well, you're going to let people create stages for me. He said, I don't, listen, you, you build your stage. That way, nobody can ever say that what I did in your life is because of the stage they gave you. I'll build your stage for you, son. And I'll build it for you in a place where stages don't often get built. I could shout myself right there. I could shout myself right there. I could shout myself right there. I'll build it for, I'll start building it. I'll start construction in a place called Denver, which is like Jesus, where Jesus came from, Nazareth. Can anything good come out of Nazareth? Can anything good come out of Denver? Can anything good? I'll let the statistics be against you. 46 out of 50 for lowest church attendance in the nation. 4% African-American. Not a lot of cultural, racial, or ethnic diversity. Huh? It's crazy, right? Okay. I said, I will let you, I will let you, I will do it for you and I will do it with you. That way no one can ever get to glory. No one can ever get to glory. Can I encourage some of y'all tonight? You are waiting on somebody to put you on. Waiting on somebody to hook you up. Waiting on somebody to open a door for you. All right? I need you to type this on the screen. I'm not waiting. Come on, y'all. 
We're about to be done. This is going to be a short preview tonight. We're about to be done. I'm not waiting. I'm not. You waiting on so-and-so to call you back. Well, keep it moving. Keep it moving. We don't, we don't sit in the posture of passive passivity. We don't sit in that posture. We don't sit in that posture. We don't sit in that posture. No waiting on nobody to do nothing for me. Come on here, y'all. I'm not waiting on anybody to do anything for me. I'm not waiting on you to do what I asked you to do. I'll get another. It's quiet on this chat tonight. I'm not waiting on you. I'm not waiting on you to be all in. I'll get somebody else that's all in and get it done. I ain't waiting. I ain't waiting. How much progress do you not make because you're waiting on someone else to do something? And you want to know what's crazy? Here's what's even crazier. You ready? This is this is so good. This is all on the preview. This is like Saturday Night Bible Study. This is all on the preview. You want to know what's crazy? Is the Bible doesn't indicate that the man ever told anybody that he wanted to be put in the pool. Which not only are you waiting on somebody to put you on, but you ain't even told them. You haven't even verbalized your anticipation or expectation. The crazy thing is sometimes we're waiting on people to do things for us and we've never even asked. And the Bible says, you have not because you ask not. Well, they should know. And some of y'all are mad at people who didn't put you on, who didn't put you in the pool, who didn't put you on the stage, who didn't bring up your name, who didn't do it for you. You're mad at them, but you never even asked them. And the Bible says you have not because you ask not. You didn't even ask them. Nowhere in the scripture does the Bible actually indicate that this man ever actually asked anybody. Nowhere, he says, I have nobody to do it for me. Did you even ask if people, maybe the man right next to you, you would have told him your story and he would have done it for you. Listen to me, guys. Closed mouths don't get fed. I rebuke your fear of rejection. Because you don't ask. Because you don't ask. Come on. For those of you who, who fear asking anybody for anything, I need you to put on the screen, I'll ask. I'll ask. I'll ask. I'll ask. I'll ask. I'll ask. Worst you can do is tell me no. And you ain't the only way to get it done. I'll find another. Um. There's a... There's. There's so many projects that are going on behind the scenes that I can't wait to tell you about um, as they're done. Um, and um, so one of the projects I just I just had to it was it was I was an outsourced person who was dealing with the person not affiliated with our organization. And I, I just was like, this is not this is this is this is this is not it. So then I, I I had another person to jump on that project, not affiliated with the organization. And I was like, okay, this is not it. So last Friday, last Friday, I just, I, I despite all the things I have to do, that I have the privilege of doing, I just, I snatched that myself. I said, I'll just do it myself. Um, and instantaneously, instantaneously, um, what was having very little progress made, all of a sudden, boom, 
that thing is that thing is popping and happening and, and moving forward. Um, sometimes you are waiting on somebody to do what only you can do. What only you can do. All right. So Bible says he was waiting for an angel to stir the water. So now you want to blame God because the angel didn't come. Nobody puts me in the pool. You want to blame people. Everybody look at me. God nor people are responsible for whatever you're dissatisfied about. I'm going to say that again. God nor people are responsible for anything you are dissatisfied about. Just not. 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 Well, someone said that I'm going to hear that. God nor people are responsible for what you may not be satisfied about. For what you may not, for what you may be frustrated about. All right? Hey, sir, 38 years, it's your healing. So do you want it or not? And your feet don't need to be healed because you can walk. Your mind needs to be healed. You're sick in the head. There's four types of people there. Sick people, that means they're infected. Blind people, that means they can't see. Um, paralyzed people, that means they're powerless and ineffective. People that are waiting, that means they're passive. Sir, you are infected with something. You know what you're infected with? You're infected with negaholism. That literally is a psychological condition wherein you are literally addicted to negativity. You will find negative. You can walk into a room where people are clapping and celebrating you and you'll say, yeah, but why is that? But why is that balloon over there not blowing up? You guys don't love me. You hate me. If you don't sit down somewhere with your negative behind, hmm? You're, you are infected, sir. You are infected with something and you blame the angel. So now you're blaming God. You're blaming people because nobody will put you in. And Jesus, and I want you to pay very close attention. Here's the line I want to get to. And then we've got to wrap up and get you ready for tomorrow. The Bible says, and when Jesus saw him lying there, he knew he, that, he, knew he had been in that condition for a long time. Um, he said to him, do you want to be made well? Notice he didn't say, do you want to walk? He said, do you want to be made well? Because there's nothing wrong with your walking. You saying you can't walk is the handicap you've developed from whatever you were infected with. Somebody told you that. What did your daddy say? What did your mama say? What did your cousin say? What, have you, what do you say to yourself? You got to hear me. And the sick man answered him. Notice the sick man answered him. Not, not the lame man that couldn't walk because he can walk. Not walking is not this man's issue. This man's issue is that it's going on in his head. And look what he says. He says, sir, I have no man to put me in the pool. And sometimes you think because you're nice that you're right. Woo! Sometimes you think that because you are nice, you're right. Sometimes you think that because you are nice, you're right. Sometimes you think because you are nice that you're right. Sometimes you think that because a person is nice that they're right. And that's not the case. That's not the case. He was very, very, very honorable to Jesus. Sir. Mm. But you're wrong. You're wrong. You're wrong. Sir, I have no man to put me into the pool when the water is stirred up. But while I'm coming down, another steps down before me. And I want you to pay attention to verse 8, because verse 8 is a trip. Jesus, listen to me, he never addresses his excuses. Everybody listen to me tonight. 
But listen to me tonight. Jesus is not going to address any of your excuses. He literally ignores them. Every time we tell God, I know this is pretty strong tonight, so this is for mature people only. This is TV, TVMA. This is for mature audiences only. You ready? Because most people want to hear about the devil and and how these people ain't going to try to help you and put you in the pool, these haters and all that. That's what most people want to talk about. I want to talk about the fact that Jesus ignored the man's excuses. He ignored them. He doesn't respond. He does not respond to excuses. He ignores them. Every time, God, I can't do this because of this. He's like, I can't do this because of this. He's like, oh, here she go. I can't do this because of this. Here you go. I, I saw a comment earlier. I don't want to do this. Okay. So, so then, so then God says, okay, well then we need to fix your wheel because your wheel affects uh, your, your wheel, which becomes a won't affects your can, which becomes a can't. Right? Your wheel, uh, if your will is wrong, it affects your won't. And if your will is not there, it affects your can, so it becomes a can't. Jesus literally ignores the man's excuses. I he is so good at this. Because verse 7, he says, Why well, all blah, 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 excuse, excuse, excuse. Jesus in verse 8 literally says, Get up. He's like, I'm over this. Get up. Get up, take up your bed. The thing that's been carrying you, you carry it. Take up your bed and walk. And the man was made well. What was made well? He could walk. The issue wasn't that he couldn't walk, y'all. The issue was that he told himself he couldn't. Tomorrow's message, 9.15 and 11.15 a.m. Mountain Time. 9.15 and 11.15 a.m. Mountain Time. It's 11.15 and 1.15 Eastern Time. It's called How to Live Better. Um, I want to teach um, from a verse, way beyond that verse, a very familiar passage of scripture. John 10.10. 10, um, the thief comes but to steal, to kill, and destroy. But I am come, Jesus says, that you might have life and life more abundantly. Uh, I'm going to teach what that means and how you get that tomorrow. It's going to be really good because it's going to be really prophetic and it's going to be really practical tomorrow. Everything about your life, I know it's great, but it's about to get better. It's going to be better. It's going to be better. Can I get you to put that on the screen? Better. Just your face looks face. Can I get you to put that on the screen? Better. That's tomorrow's message, how to live better. How many of us, let's be honest, we want to live better. Uh, and that's bigger than stuff. Like you want to enjoy life. You want to enjoy life. Um, the Bible says life is like a vapor. You know what a vapor is? It's here today. It's gone tomorrow. Um, we all want to, I hope we all want to live better. That's tomorrow's message. I'm really excited about it. I didn't want to touch too much of it today because I knew if I touched it, if I touched it in the preview that we jump in there. Here's the last two things I want to do. If this bless you, you can be a blessing to it. You can sow. How can you sow? Use the dollar sign, Bishop Foreman number two on cash app, dollar sign, B-I-S-H-O-P-F-O-R-E-M-A-N with a number two at the end. You can also use 
PayPal, Venmo, Zelle, Givelify, all of that's available. Um, hello at harvestchurch.church. And um, if you're on either either platform tonight and you need to become a Christian for the first time or recommit yourself to the Lord, great news. God loves you. He's not mad at you. He's not angry with you. And uh, we're excited about you today. So if you need to become a Christian, recommit yourself to the Lord, or be sure on the count of three, do the hand wave emoji or say it's me wherever you're at when you do that. We're going to shoot you a text right away, uh, and I'm going to lead you in a prayer right away, and then we're going to get you to shoot that text. You need to become a Christian, recommit yourself to the Lord, or be sure on the count of three. Do that hand wave emoji and say it's me. No guilt, no condemnation, no shame. One, two, three, if that's your respond right now. Somebody says the generous always get more. You're right about it. You're right about it. You're right about it. You need to become a Christian, recommit yourself to the Lord, or be sure. I just need you to do that hand wave emoji and say it's me. I'm going to count down from three. You got to respond by the time I get to three, then I'm going to pray. One, excuse me, three, two. I'm going to count down to zero. If you need to respond, no guilt, no condemnation, no shame. Just do that hand wave emoji or say it's me. Maybe you're watching you're like, man, I don't want to do that in front of all these people. You're in a safe place. You don't have to worry about being judged, condemned, looked down on. No, not with Harvest, not with Bishop Foreman. We're not that, we're not that type. We're not that crew. If you want the judgmental crew, you this wrong page. All right. If you want the beat you down crew, wrong page. If you want the love God, love people, love life, you're at the right spot. All right. One, zero. Everybody pray this prayer with me, even if you're watching the replay. Say, Father, thank you for dying in my place. Thank you for your love for me. I confess with my mouth, I believe in my heart that you are my Lord and my Savior. Give me the grace to run this race and be a faithful Christian. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. If you just prayed that prayer, listen, good news. God loves you. The Bible says when you pray that prayer like that, it's a done deal. Literally, your spirit is born again. What does that mean? Your spirit is brand new. You've been redeemed. But guess what? Now you got to walk out because you're a three-part being. You're a spirit, your soul, and a body. We got to get your body, yada, yada, and your soul. We got to get those two things. We got to get those two things to agree with what God has done with your spirit. And that's the reason we come to church. That's the reason... We serve in church. That's the reason we do everything that we do. That's the reason we do these lives because we're bringing our soul into alignment with what God has done for us. God has saved you. Saved you from what? Saved you from yourself. What did he save you from? He saved you from hell. What did he save you from? He saved you from living in hell on earth. John 10, 10, I am come that you may have life and life more abundantly. All right. Um, text the word decision to 877-552-4746. We can get you connected with that. All right. Love you guys. Pray you have an amazing night. Listen, I do the message preview so that you can go share, get excited about the word. Who's excited about the word? Drop, drop it in the comments if you're excited about the word. Drop it in the comments if you're excited about the word. Show your excitement in an emoji. Can you do that? Show your excitement in an emoji. Show your excitement in an emoji. Again, 915 and 1115 a.m. Mountain Time. I realize this is Memorial Day weekend. And um, I recognize people are barbecuing. It's the unofficial start to summer, even though summer doesn't start until later in the month of June. It's the unofficial start uh, to the summer months. And uh, so I get all of that. And so I'll see you in the building or I'll see you online. Come on, amped. Come on, uh, hands up. Come on, love emoji over here. Excited over here. Super excited over here. Excitement on 100. Come on, let's go. Hands up, smile. Hands up, smile. Hands up, smile. <laughs> Come on. I love it. I love it. I love it. All right. I love you guys. I really, really do. Excited that we get to do this thing called life together and excited that we get to see great things happen. These praise reports. Oh, my God.
you have to go check some of them out uh, in recent days. They are getting exactly what the Lord told me he was going to do. He's doing. I began to tell you at the beginning uh, or at the beginning of this month that the Lord told me he was going to release wealth into the hands of people connected to Harvest. That's exactly what he's doing. And so I told you I was going to begin to push you every time we got together uh, to sow. And so um, I'm just being faithful to the assignment and God is doing it. All right. Have an amazing night. If this blessed you, go sow. You can use the badges over here on IG or you can sow on PayPal, Venmo, Zelle, and Givelify and Given, all of that. Or Cash App, Dollar Sign, Bishop Home with the number two at the end. Love you guys. See you in the morning. Shalom. Shalom. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.